0: Hello and welcome to Doctor Jones's Veterinary Secrets podcast. This is episode one hundred and eight. In today's episode, we're covering heat stroke, heat stress, heat exhaustion, and heat stroke in dogs and cats. The signs of this, and what to do if your dog or cat has heat stroke. Lastly, my top ten tips to avoid heat stroke in your dogs and cats. Doctor Jones's Veterinary Secrets is on all your favorite podcast apps, including Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. I'd love it if you'd subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Questions or suggestions, feel free to post a comment about this episode on the blog at www.TheInternetPetVet.com. Last but not least, I encourage you to get a copy of my new free book, Natural Health for Dogs and Cats, in which I share the most important remedies to keep your pet healthy and naturally treat disease. You can get your copy by going to www.veterinarysecrets.com. Heat stroke, a very common life-threatening condition. Currently across Western North America, and for many of us, we're experiencing this unprecedented level of heat. I mean, heat that we've never seen before, and it's affecting our animals. Veterinary clinics across North America, they're seeing animals coming in with heat stroke at unprecedented levels. So you need to be aware of it. What is heat exhaustion, heat stress, heat stroke, how to diagnose it, how to prevent it, And most importantly, that you're aware of the signs and symptoms and you know exactly what to do if your dog or cat has signs of heat stroke. In this podcast, you're gonna learn what is heat stroke. Is heat stroke the same as heat stress and heat exhaustion? The signs and symptoms of heat stroke. Why does heat stroke occur? How long does it take for a dog to die of heat stroke? How do I treat heat stroke? How is heat stroke treated by veterinarians? Lastly, how to prevent it in your dog and your cat. So what is heat stroke? Well, it's more common in the warmer months it actually can occur at any time throughout the year. The big thing is it can occur really suddenly without much warning. You know, unlike us, our dogs and cats, they don't respond to heat in the same way. We people, we regulate our body temperature through the many sweat glands all over our body. Dogs and cats, they only have a few sweat glands in their pads, in their nose, and that's it. The only way they can effectively cool themselves is by panting. When our pets aren't able to cool themselves properly through panting, elevated body temperature occurs called hyper. The official definition of hyperthermia is when the body's core temperature increases above its normal range the 39.5 degrees Celsius or 103 degrees Fahrenheit. There's heat stroke, heat stress, heat exhaustion. What's the deal? Well heat stress is associated with increased thirst and panting. The patient is mentally aware and generally able to move about. Heat exhaustion is a more severe form of heat stress. It's associated with significant increase in thirst, general weakness, and heavy panting. Patients are found to be mentally aware but too weak or tired to react it may not be able to move around or may even collapse. Heat stroke is the most severe form of hyperthermia. It occurs when your dog or cat's temperature reaches 41 degrees Celsius or higher, that's 106 degrees Fahrenheit or higher. At this temperature, neurologic and organ dysfunction and failure can occur. Once their temperature reaches 43 degrees Celsius or higher, that's 109 degrees Fahrenheit or higher, It melts the proteins which make up the foundation of all the cells of the body. While there is no definitive point at which these systems fail, higher temperatures and longer periods of heat exposure will lead to more organ dysfunction and possible risk of death. You know, the effects of heat stroke they're devastating, and in all cases, even in suspected heat stroke, immediate treatment is needed. It's every second makes a significant difference to the outcome of your dog or cat. What are some of the signs and symptoms of heat stroke in dogs? There are a number of signs and symptoms of heat stroke in dogs to look out for. Here are some of the early signs of heat stroke. High body temperature restlessness or agitation excessive panting or difficulty breathing drooling often very thick saliva changing gum color it can it'll go from being a light pink a dark red pale purple or even blue as the condition worsens signs and symptoms progress to include vomiting or diarrhea possibly with blood elevated heart rate a lethargy or collapse dizziness are they struggling to walk in a straight line? Signs of confusion, delirium, muscle tremors, seizures, some animals will go completely unconscious. Why does heat stroke occur in the first place? Obviously, one, when it, there's extreme heat, as it is now high humidity, lack of adequate airflow or ventilation, no access or inadequate shade, no access, or inadequate drinking water, excessive exercises. Pets not used to the hot weather. Dogs can take up to 60 days to acclimatize to significant changes in temperature. Pets left in closed homes or garages with no air conditioning. Pets left in cars, even on mild days or with the window down, temperatures can quickly rise. Some pets are more at risk and susceptible to heat stroke. The smaller animals, such as birds, guinea pigs, rats, mice, rabbits, ferrets. The reason being these animals are often confined to cages and hutches, and they're unable to move to cooler places. It's important to ensure that during the hot weather, they're moved into cool, shaded, and well-ventilated areas with plenty of drinking water. Do whatever you can to ensure that they have shade, along with giving them things like an ice pack or a frozen water bottle. The extreme in ages, the very young and the very old Are more prone to heat stroke the thick or long coated animals they retain the heat more they're more prone to heat stroke overweight and obese dogs large breed dogs extremely active or working and hunting dogs such as shepherds and retrievers and then these breeds with the pushed in faces called the brachycephalic breeds they have these small narrow nostrils, a long soft palate, it means they have these smaller airways, it means that they have very poor airflow. They just can't exchange air as well. When they can't do that, they can't cool themselves as rapidly. Some of the breeds include pugs, English bulldogs, French bulldogs, Pekingese, Persians, and Himalayans cats. Brachycephalic breeds are 150% more likely to suffer from heat stroke than any other dog breed. You really need to think about this. If you've got a brachycephalic, breed you need to be on big awareness of the possibility of heat stroke. Other animals at higher risk, dogs that have a respiratory disease or breathing problems such as laryngeal paralysis or tracheal collapse, animals who have underlying heart disease, animals with neurologic disease, obviously animals that are already dehydrated. How long does it take for a dog to die of heat stroke? While there's no set length of time as to how long it's going to take for a dog to die from a heat-related illness, death can occur within an hour. This is especially the case for dogs that are predisposed to heat stroke like the brachycephalic breeds. However, there have been cases where a dog has passed away in as little as 15 minutes from the onset of heat stroke. Heat stroke results in multi-organ failure. For every organ that's affected, the prognosis decreases by 25. percent. If left untreated, recovery from heat stroke is almost non-existent. Some dogs can fully recover from heat stroke if it's caught and treated early enough. Others can suffer permanent damage to their organs and require lifelong treatment. How do you treat heat stroke in your dog? First, remove your dog from the hot environment. Gradually lower your dog's body temperature by wetting them down with a hose or bucket, avoiding the face. Have a fan blowing over damp skin, which is going to help in evaporative cooling. Don't wrap Wrap a wet towel around them as this will trap the heat in that's trying to escape. Don't use ice baths. This can cool them too rapidly, cause constriction of the blood vessels, lowering their cooling ability. Wetting down the areas around your dog can also help in lowering the ambient temperature. Offer water, and then see if it's an immediately. How heat stroke is treated by vets. Emergency cooling, especially if your pet's body temperature is still high. IV fluids to treat dehydration, shock, and to cool the body down internally. Oxygen therapy. Anesthesia and airway intubation for pets that are having breathing difficulties or unconscious. Stomach protectants and anti-nausea medications in case of vomiting and diarrhea. Antibiotics, pain relief, cardiac medications if necessary. Blood tests to assess the severity of dehydration, to test for blood clotting, assess organ function, and monitor response to treatment, blood or plasma trans fusion for those with clotting problems, ongoing monitoring and treatment, usually in an ICU. How do you prevent heat stroke in your dog? Well, obviously it's preventable. You need to be aware of the signs and symptoms and know exactly what to do. So just never leave your dogs or cats unattended in a parked car. Plan car trips. Keep the car cool. Ensure frequent stops and water is available. Avoid exercise during the warmest times of the day. Ensure there's plenty of cool water and shade available. Don't leave pets inside hot, closed homes or garages. Avoid walking pets on hot sand, on hot concrete, or any other hot surfaces where heat is reflected. Keep your dog well hydrated with easy access to cool water. Then do whatever you can to keep your dog cool, Right? And just think that dogs traveling in the back of the car, they're susceptible to burning their paw pads and other parts of the body from contact. Now I wanted to mention a little bit about heat stroke. The signs and symptoms of heat stroke in cats is a little bit different, and cats do get heat stroke as well, although it's far less common. These are a couple of signs that are unique to cats. One, they may be excessively grooming themselves in an effort to cool themselves. Two, they may have reduced urine production. Other early signs and symptoms can include panting, as open mouth breathing is not normal for cats. Two, restless behaviors are looking for cooler places. As their body temperature continues to rise, signs and symptoms become more severe. This can result in rapid breathing, increased heart rate, changing gum color, vomiting, weakness and disorientation, collapsing muscle tremors and seizures. The cats at highest risk include senior cats and kids Kittens, cats with the pushed-in faces, the brachycephalic cats include the Persians, Himalayans, Burmese, Scottish Fold, and exotic short hair. cats suffering from chronic or acute illness, obese and overweight cats like my cat Marie, pregnant and nursing cats. So if you think your cat has heat stroke, move him or her away from the heat. Or gradually lower their temperature. You just want to wet them down, say with a damp cloth or something. I don't think a hose is going to work. And get a fan on them. A fan blowing over them will help help in evaporative cooling. Don't use ice baths. Is this actually slow the rate of cooling? Offer water frequently. Try adding some tuna water or something that your cat's going to drink more readily. My cat Murray just won't drink water, but he loves tuna water. Then get them to the veterinarian immediately. And the other big thing is if you suspect heat stroke in your cat, get him or her to the vet as soon as possible, right? The earliest they have treatment obviously has the best chance of survival. Lastly, here are my 10 sort of big sort of takeaway tips. How to prevent heat stroke in your dog and cat, right? Like, so are the big 10 things. You're gonna take 10 things away from this podcast. This would be it. Number one, avoid the car. Just never leave your pet in one. The temperature can rise to dangerous levels within 10 minutes even if the windows are open. In practice I've seen heat stroke develop in 15 minutes especially with the brachycephalic breeds like the pugs etc. Keep your pet hydrated and in the shade much the same as us especially during the peak sun hours. Provide plenty of fresh cool water and if you have air conditioning keep your pet in it. Avoid strenuous exercise during the hot sunny hours. Try and do your dog walking early in the morning or late at night. Stay off the hot road. I've had dogs in the past with damaged paws from sun-heated asphalt. If it's too hot for you to walk on it with bare feet, then it's too hot for your dog to walk on it. Offer frozen treats. You know, I often freeze a Kong filled with peanut butter. Mm, yummy canine dogsicles are a good option. There are specific products that you can get to help keep your pet cool, such as long lasting cool vests. Although plain old common sense, it goes a long way, right? If your dog is too hot, offer cold water, shade, air conditioning. Really be aware of the signs of heat stroke. First, excessive panting, thick ropey saliva, bright red gums, elevated body temperature, if you see this, take immediate action so it doesn't progress all the way to full-blown heat stroke. If you suspect severe heat stroke, get your dog or cat to the veterinarian as soon as possible. They're gonna need immediate veterinary care. You know, it's where they're almost at the stage of collapsing, their body temperature has risen above 104 degrees Fahrenheit. They need immediate veterinary care. Get yourself an inexpensive rectal thermometer. Lastly, number 10, cool down. Right? You're not sure, cool your dog, your cat down. Get cold water, You know, soak a towel in it, completely wet your dog, completely wet your cat. Get yourself a fan, get that fan on them. If you have cool packs, get these cool packs out of the freezer, wrap them with, with a tea towel, stick them into your dog or cat's grind. You know what? And you're gonna see, Like, if they're responding to that, all of a sudden they stop panting less, your cat stops open mouth breathing, your body temperature is going up, you've done the right thing. But practice that and know what to do. And above all, just try to avoid it in the first place. So thanks, you guys, for listening to this edition of the Veterinary Secrets podcast. It's all about heatstroke, podcast 118. I hope that gives you a little bit better understanding about heat stroke, like what it is, signs in dogs, signs in cats. It's slightly different in cats. Then more importantly, like what to do if you suspect your dog or cat has heat stroke and how to prevent it in the first place. Once again, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again next week. It's Dr. Jones.